0: Hey there, Sean. Hey, Pierce. How's it going? It's
1: pretty okay. All right. That means it's time for the Thanksgiving Play week episode of, of the It's Pretty Okay podcast. Let's do it. Let's start the show.
0: Boy, sand off the rip, steps out the crib, hopped off the cliff. People give me credit for the monumental shift. That was blaming for the continental drift. I'm the only way to get airplay fixed. Only thing I watch is mad airplane flicks. I see other rappers in it. Take patience. seem like other rappers must have eight paint chips. All right.
1: We've been on a very weird <laughs> schedule, schedule lately. Um, <laughs> Pierce, you've been doing some pretty incredible traveling. It's now the holiday season. I've got some travel lined up. Max is
2: on the road right now. Yeah. Um, UVA is playing teams like NCAT and, and Texas Southern in basketball. I am actually going to Charlottesville
1: tomorrow and that is I don't want to I don't want to even be in that close a physical proximity to another UVA football game. Oh. Um but uh but yeah, we're we're barreling toward yet another college football postseason and uh, suffice it to say uh, that the the various news cycles in the sport uh, heard that uh, that we were all traveling and whatnot and said well we'll show them this will serve them right for going out of town yeah um so so I think what we want to do, uh, because it's best for us to not even start talking about Jimbo Fisher, because I will not be able to be stopped for 45 minutes. Um, Well, that would be bad for your
0: health,
2: because you... It would be, I mean, it would be what, so what bad.
0: muscles you'd pull an oblique from laughing?
2: <laughs> well, again, I think all we need to say is that one team won by 40 points, and both coaches got fired, so
1: yeah the, but the thing about that is that uh, no no i'm not gonna get sucked I, into so this only, I'm, not, only... <laughs> I'm not going to get sucked into this yeah um but what we should focus on is the fact that and, and i have no i have no research to determine whether this is a typical number or whether it's high i don't think it's it there's no way that it's low at this point There are, we believe, seven FBS teams that are still undefeated as we go into the last two weeks of the season.
0: According to our research, I just want to add, before we started, some of us thought it was six, not me. And I said there is a seventh team because there is a state with two teams in these ranks. But we'll get into that.
2: And by default, one of them... And we have one to talk of them, about them all. has to have a loss by default because Oregon and Washington State played each other. And one of those teams had to lose.
1: Uh, yes, that is, that is true. So I uh, will end Ohio state and Michigan. So at absolute maximum, we will have five undefeated teams at the end of the regular season. Um, but what, what we want to do is go down the list uh, and, and, Sort of f- see if there's anything interesting about these seven teams, and and try to figure out. You know, obviously you're pleased if you're ten and zero, uh, but but what would it be like? What would a happy ending from here be for those seven squads? So I don't know. Uh, I'll I'll leave it up to you guys where we start.
0: Uh, um. Oh, that's a that's a great that's a great question. Where should we start? Um, let's start with the reigning champion, uh, Georgia Bulldogs. I think that that is a fine place to start. Um, I live in the state, and I know far far too many people who are very <laughs> excited about the dogs. Um, so I'm more interested in how you feel about the prospect of their season being success or how you'd like to see them fail
2: well what i've like found so strange is so i i don't watch much college football i kind of pay attention to the headlines um and and as we'll kind of talk about the headlines don't necessarily talk about georgia all that much yeah um like i don't I can't name their quarterback or if I could it's because I just looked it up 10 seconds ago like all I know is that they had a bit of a you know unassuming start to the season and maybe some of the computers didn't pick the number one and they crushed Ole Miss and so I find it fascinating that a team like if this it feels like if this was Alabama like I I would just be hearing nothing about them or maybe it's because of the other storylines but I think it's wild that they're undefeated. Who knows if they've been tested? But like, I don't really know much about them. Yeah, uh, the funniest outcome by far
1: would be them face planting and losing to Tennessee. Um, I th- yeah. Tennessee finally has their day. <laughs> that that would be the funniest outcome. Uh, that is not going to happen. Um, Georgia, Georgia Tech would not be as funny because that would be kind of cool um (laughs) Mm -hmm. but i'm gonna throw a little curveball and say that i think in the long run the thing the thing that is going to be best for georgia is if they lose the national championship game because i i'm I, I'm worried about Kirby Smart. I, I'm I'm worried that you know cruising to a, a third straight national championship, he'll, it will be harder and harder for him to you know dig deep and and motivate these kids. Um, and so I think he really needs. You know, I I think the I think Kirby Smart would tell you deep down in a, a moment of truth that the best thing that could happen to his program in the long run would be to actually get kind of slapped around in the title game. So he's got something to go back into the locker room and motherfuck all those kids about.
0: Yeah. I mean, because he's insane
1: because all of these people are insane.
0: So that's, that's the thing about (laughs) Georgia is, is Kevin indicated that he does have the bulletin board material. He said, "Oh, no one respects us. No one believes in us. It's like, we all have said for now we're in the third year. You've won two national titles in a row. Shut up. So I, I think it would be on the one hand, I think it would be really interesting for, for them to win it all again. And everybody goes, I don't get it. Like, how does this keep happening? Like, you know, you shouldn't be able to do this for any number of reasons. Like, how do you keep all that talent and everything else? But I think that the most satisfying thing to happen would be that, um, I think basically they're, they're guaranteed to play Alabama in the SEC title game right now. I think the most satisfying thing for me would be that is a great game, but because one of Ohio State or Michigan goes undefeated, Washington remains undefeated and FSU does as well. Alabama beats Georgia, but because of stupidness is not able to play in the playoffs. So, you know maybe Georgia goes on in and wins because they're kind of kind of locked in but I think it'd be really cool if they played had a phenomenal game and then everybody in perpetuity could be like that was the real title game that rematch that was wonderful I think that that would be what college football deserves
1: and would be awesome I mean that would be I think great to see too um does anybody know uh because I know and, and we don't have a, a proper trivia question this week so this will sort of stand in in a way. Um, there have been six teams ever that have won three straight national championships. Uh, when is the last time that it happened?
0: I don't think it's been in this millennium. It most certainly has. Uh, no,
1: (laughs) no, 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 no. Uh, that uh, would be pre-color the color television. Oh, most certainly. Yeah. That would be the, uh, Minnesota gophers of 1934 <laughs> to 1936. <laughs> wow. So oh, just Georgia is not going to win the national championship. Okay. All right.
2: Well, what about Florida state? <clears throat> I mean, it would be the long, it would be. There's a long standing history of the ACC being absolutely terrible, yet somehow having like way too many national championships in college football. So it kind yeah. of, you know, I, like I can't, there's no way. So they beat LSU. Have they had, have they played anyone else good? I mean, they've, I, assuming it. that everyone in the ACC is bad, that's what I assume, but maybe yeah. that's not fair. I,
1: it's I would not like
2: unfair.
0: So what I would like is I would like them to get to the final, not because I like Florida State at all. I find their fans to be intolerable and noxious um in, in settings I've been around them. Um so but I would like them to get to the final because they have two of the coolest receivers. They have one guy who's really big and tall, and they have another guy who will catch anything within a city block of him. Um and I think having a cool, good ACC team would be wonderful because Clemson, when they've been good, are the least cool team I can think of outside of some Alabama, most older Alabama teams. So I would like them to be seen as the cool school so that cool players continue to go to Florida State. So at least the ACC has that. And you know, maybe I decide to go to a Georgia Tech game down the road because I know FSU is cool.
2: Yeah, I think it'd be interesting if like, there's a situation where they are one of two undefeated teams, but maybe they don't get one of the bye games. <laughs> That'd be interesting. Hmm. Yeah.
1: Um, I mean, in some ways, I think they're already living the, the best version of this season for themselves, which is that they are poised to win the ACC and make the playoffs, and Everyone that thought Miami was back was aggressively fucking wrong. Because you mean Miami like the last sucks. Other shit. 20 years? Um. Yeah. But no, like this time, this time people actually seem to think that they were like they're back. They get it. Um, only it turns out that uh Mario Cristobal is a weird hybrid of Mike London and Les Miles when it comes to end game management. Um, so, like, I mean, they're they're the top dogs right now. Miami sucks. Clemson sucks even worse. And, um, and they are are going to very soon get to uh to hold. The ACC over a barrel before departing for a gigantic pile of money from either the SEC or the Big Ten. They're they've got it made. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. It's a good spot. I mean, I'm and I'm glad to hear about the receivers. Like one thing, because I, I again I don't watch much. I tune in for the playoffs, and those dudes are a, super cool. There's always a team that has really good receivers, and those are the those are the fun games to watch because they they show up. Having the only.
1: So I watched I've watched two uh I've watched two Florida State games like Whistle to Whistle this year. I watched the LSU game and uh the Clemson game. And and particularly in the LSU game, um uh, I I had to grit my teeth and go, Man, those receivers are awesome. I I don't think there's there's
0: probably <clears throat> not a way that they could play washington in the playoff but that would there's,
2: be i mean I, there's a way sure
0: i mean there's there's a way but uh, yeah of course of course there's a way they could both win their first games um but i think that that would be really cool to to have those those two teams play each other um uh just just because that would be a lot of fun offense and i i don't want florida state to play a team that's good on defense such that they'd stop those receivers so
1: Oh, see, that's kind of, I I want to see them play a team with a good defense cuz I don't think they've played one all season. It would be kind of cool to see them, yeah. you know, to see if somebody can stop those receivers. Why not both? They get play two games the playoff makes
0: the final. There you I go. said what I said. Um yeah. but but because I I want to I want to do a future Big 10 team before we go to the the mire the actual is, big 10 teams, the actual big 10. Um, so I just mentioned Washington. Um, I will lead with, with what I want them to do is if Michigan, if they are both in the playoff or just some, if they go to the Rose bowl for some reason, um, I, I want Washington to beat Michigan. Um, I I think that would be great. All the more so, because Michael Penix is a former Indiana quarterback. And I think it would just be really fun for an Indiana player to beat Michigan and football, um, that that would that's that's what I want. That that's really what I want.
2: Does the Pac-12 do they have a championship game? Yes, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. they do. Okay. Uh, is that like just, nor, is it like North? Like I don't, is there has another been, Washington Oregon possibility? Or is it that, has
1: been in the past. Um, yeah, I, think so. I, I think so. I think that is the likely outcome.
0: I I fear with with that that like somehow Utah will screw them up again. I don't even know how, but that's just the game where Utah messes <laughs> with people. Yeah. Uh so are not, oh, there are, just, are not
2: divisions.
0: Oh, okay. so they could play Oregon again. That that's that would cool. similar so to that's SEC what I, would, I was yeah. you know
2: I had a zillion weddings to go to in October and I really wanted to watch the Oregon versus Washington game and that game fell on one of the weddings and i didn't Mm, get to watch it mm -hmm. and it seemed like it it seemed like it delivered to the hype i really like the like i think both schools have really cool colors um and i don't know it's it's fun that the pac 12 is back too bad it's (laughs) gone (laughs) after this year but like all these teams have been have, have been good i haven't really actually caught washington i've seen oregon some but um see i i'm the thing that i want
1: because the the theme you, you will continue to gather from me as this goes on is that <clears throat> I am something of a chaos imp um, and I want maximum bullshit to happen at every turn, basically. Uh, so the thing that I want is for Oregon, the thing that I want for Washington is for Oregon State to win out Um, and, and specifically for Oregon State to win out and for, uh, Wazoo to beat Washington. I would like Washington to lose out because I want little more than a world in which, uh, the Pac-12 in its last year of, existence as we know it um, while going through a knockdown drag out legal battle about who gets to control the conference and its assets going forward um it, you know i would like the pack 2 to mm-hmm. piss all over the pack 10's cornflakes yeah So, Um, sorry, Huskies. Tough titty for Michael Penix, because I want Jaden Daniels to win the Heisman.
0: Yeah. Um, Okay. So, actually, do we want to move to the traditional Big Ten, or do we want to do the red teams and then the non-red teams that remain?
1: I think we should save the actual Big Ten for
0: last. Okay. Okay. So the next, so the next one we're going to go to is the team that some did not realize is also undefeated, also in the state of Virginia. Um, no one is trying to. Well, they're eligible for bowls. Um, that is Liberty. What would you like to see happen to the Flames? Uh,
1: b- All of Lynchburg to spontaneously combust.
2: <laughs> the town is called Sorry. Lynchburg.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, so I I actually want them to go to a bowl game. Um, and I want that bowl game to unbeknownst to them be very LGBTQ friendly. Yeah. And I would like there actually to be during the wedding or excuse me, I I so during the halftime, I would like there to be a ceremony where many many couples are are married that are are not the types of couples that Liberty imagines I think that would be great um Liberty and, and all their terribleness deserves uh to to be faced with just how happy the rest of the world is without thinking of them so uh go kick rocks Liberty what would be like a good school for
2: that that has um, uh Uh, probably something the northeast but northeast doesn't really play football so
0: um not well at least um
2: Cal Berkeley if Cal Berkeley were eligible
0: yeah um yeah I don't I don't know what would be the the like the 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 anti-liberty that's also good at at football I can't a a very it's tough to find find that combo sometimes
1: Um, well uh So, I mean, honestly, uh, uh, there are a lot of different ways you could look at anti-Liberty, and one of them is through the lens of all of the gross tolerance stuff, Um, Mm -hmm. but another one is just in in regards, like, in terms of debauchery, Uh, and so for that reason, uh, the team that I would like to see uh, Liberty play in a bowl game is of course the lsu tigers who would threaten the uh georgia tech record of 222 points in that game they would also give up 70 uh but doesn't really matter at that point um
0: they they could also um one team that is five and five and i i haven't seen what their last games are but BYU is 5 I was thinking
2: the same thing. BYU, that's who you want. Have them play each other. Put them in Vegas. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Just feel like, Oh, wait.
1: No, 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 no. No, 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 no. I've been thinking too much in terms... We're, We're all thinking too much in terms of how can we punish... How can we specifically punish Liberty? I have another idea for how we can annoy Liberty... While using liberty to punish someone else, and that is for liberty's bowl opponent to be the Colorado Buffaloes.
0: <laughs> Colorado has to get bowl eligible first, and that is not easy. Um, I will just I will just say uh, that um, this team has one more win. Whoa, actually, no, that's I take that back. That's not a winnable game. Um, but uh, a team that will probably finish with six wins, and that you know maybe Liberty plays someone from a Power Five conference, Auburn. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that would be. That, I think that might be what I want. That, that, that would, might be what I want.
1: That would be incredible. All right. Yeah. So okay, he so raised an honorary an, hospital bed for that
2: game.
0: Yeah. <laughs> honorary can, hospital bed. We can move Take an hour a and a half up forward.
2: the road for the next team. Yeah. Please and thank uh,
0: you. Yeah. Let's. Let's move to the the real champions of Virginia. We're recording this and they might lose out, but at least right now they have... Do they have 10 wins? Does JMU have 10 wins? Yeah, 10-0. JMU is 10-0. Game and 0. day tomorrow. Game day. Um, the day after we're recording. Um, so, we, amongst ourselves, we actually had a, a longest discussion before this about uh, you know, there is, there is a suit by the state of Virginia, which is just Of all the things Virginia can spend time on, they are deciding to spend time on suing uh, the NCAA to allow JMU to, I don't know, play in the Duke's Mayo Bowl. This is significantly
1: Um, less harmful than most of the things that uh, the Office of the Attorney General has been using its time on for the last two years, so...
0: Yeah. So so I actually think that the best thing for them would be to complete an undefeated regular season which would involve beating App State and Coastal Carolina who are mm-hmm. two like good teams in the conference. I think it would be being undefeated and then feeling they they have the ability to be like, well, no one allowed, you know, we're ready to play anybody. Just just let us. Just let us. They won't let us play them. And having that like confidence forever, and being like, well, you know, we're, we're kind of like Auburn that one year they went undefeated and and didn't get a chance to play for the championship. I think it's the same thing. It's like you can't tell us we're not. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like you can't tell us we're not champions because you wouldn't let us even even show ourselves. I think that that's that's kind of fun, yep. and I hope for I hope that for them as opposed to, I don't know, playing playing in a bowl game and like losing and kind of taking the shine off what has been a very fun season to follow.
2: I mean, I think this week really kind of, I I think a lot of the fans have been in a bit of a delusional state that the NCAA is suddenly going to change their mind and say like, Oh, you guys are right. Like we'll put you in a bowl game. Like you're not, you're not playing in any playoff game. You have two games left this year and it doesn't matter if you win the next two by 200 points, you're not going to get, you know, yeah,
1: it's a well, it was a well-established rule that they were aware of when they made the transition. They're not winning the lawsuit. The lawsuit's not going to go through anything in time for it to matter.
2: Right, and, like, yeah, it would be nice, and everyone agrees that the NCAA should be like, okay, but who cares? Like, put them in a bowl game, but that's just—it's not going to happen, and it's not going to oh, happen no. if you go undefeated, and— you know, I do think it'd be nice to finish undefeated. If you're gonna, if they're gonna lose a game, I hope it's not tomorrow when game day is in town. That'd be kind of a bummer. Um, but I guess now Sean's got my wheels turning. I think that the the ideal outcome is Colorado misses a bowl game. Coach Prime calls him up like, "Yo, just come to our field. We'll play you. Oh we'll shit. We'll play yeah. you on. We'll play you on New Year's Day. And we'll, that rule. And, and ESPN will come here. Yeah. And then they'll go. Jim, and, you could um,
1: absolutely win that game."
2: Yeah, yeah they can. They can. They can play for
0: Shadur's watch. That's what they can do. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> if it wasn't one that was not to make light of it, but like, I don't know that that watch wasn't one of the ones that was stolen. So I'm sure that there's. Uh, for it.
2: I'm sure that there is some rule that says that you can't just like play a game with fans in the stands, but against no, anyone you want, but like
0: re- remember, I think Coastal did that some some years ago. I mean, it had been in the 2020 season when they just like they said it might have been BYU they're like hey do you want to play like the week of and then they went it was it was something like that so eh, you might be able to do it i, I don't know no. um all right okay so i would like to now, take the
1: lead on ohio state yes yes please, please um because if you ask an ohio state fan what is the outcome to the season that will make them happy. They will tell you that it is winning the national championship, is beating Michigan and winning the national championship. This person is lying to you because Ohio State fans are constitutionally incapable of being happy about their football team. However, if you... Take that same Ohio State fan and load him up with a case of beer (laughs) until he's ready to tell you the truth. He will tell you that the closest thing that will, the, the closest he will get to happiness this year is actually if Ohio State loses to Michigan again for two reasons one the obvious uh that they want to be able to be aggrieved and say see it's because of the cheating (laughs) and two because the only thing that ohio state fans want more than beating michigan more even than winning the big ten by stomping iowa 80 to nothing in the conference title game or whatever more even than a national championship is to fire ryan day yep yep it's the only thing they want yes um and and the only way it's going to happen is if they lose to michigan again if they lose to michigan again he will not make it to the following monday Ryan Day might need to fear for his life, which is crazy because he will have lost, like, I don't know how long he's been there, but he has lost single-digit games. Yeah. He is a great coach.
2: Well, so if Ohio State, they could still make the playoff if they lose to Michigan, so they could perhaps— like have their cake and eat it too. They can make the playoff, win the national championship by avoiding Michigan in the bracket, but lose to Michigan and still fire Ryan Day after winning the national championship.
0: <laughs> yeah, so so that kind of leads to what I wrote down here is embarrassed. That's what I want for Ohio State. And if they lose to Michigan, it's actually not that embarrassing because, as you Sean can't. mentions, that's secretly what yeah. they want. Well, you so can't. you need something that is contrived in in something else
1: there's uh one of those words is wrong though because uh embarrassed it it, these people have no shame yeah they want to be aggrieved yeah
0: well it might the most embarrassing thing for them might be having to to be like oh yeah ryan day he won us a championship but still dislike him so kevin's (laughs) scenario where they lose to michigan still get in um it, it and then win the title that would kind of be that or how about this they lose suite. to
2: michigan they both make the playoff they get put on opposite sides of the bracket and they lose to michigan again in the championship <laughs> <game>. <laughs> that, be, that that okay. might actually be that might
1: actually be embarrassing now for, you have my reality. attention a scenario right. that somehow involves them losing to michigan twice in one season all right i'm yeah. in now
0: uh okay all right we've come to Got the it. end
1: of our long strange trip we gotta talk yeah. about the Wolverines. We gotta talk about Connor Stallions. Um I wanna and so I I'm switching up on this. I want to go last on Michigan.
2: Look, I want I I want
1: Michigan to win the whole thing. Okay, never mind then. We've we've broken the seal on this. It's absolutely what I want to. Okay. I want them to win. I want them to win every remaining game by like forty points.
2: I, <laughs> I, fucking incredible. Part of it's like, you know, I can't like I, I had a good experience visiting the school and they're like a good engineering school and I just like, Ann Arbor's like Charlotte so I've always just kind of liked Michigan um, and that's part of it. I still think of Denard Robinson when I think of Michigan football. As you should. <laughs> and, um, I don't know, their fans are like just as a, like more obnoxious than perhaps any other football fan base and yet for some reason it doesn't bother me that much. I think like like the sign ceiling stuff. It's I, I yeah, I mean the Astros might have taken it too far, but like everyone does it. Who cares? Like it's I, I part think, of the game. I I think that. But, but no, this this thing is explicitly not though.
1: That's that's I, the funny part. There's they're making this argument that, uh, you know, um, that like all, the other, all the other Big Ten schools are essentially like swapping notes on what Michigan signs are. And and the, that legitimizes uh, their their approach of advance in-person scouting. Um, and, and there there are two problems with that. One of which, the most obvious problem, is that by the letter of the law one of those things is allowed. One of them yeah. isn't. You're doing the thing that isn't allowed. You don't get to say, well, why can't we do the thing that's not allowed if all the other teams get to do the thing that's allowed? Because the thing isn't allowed. The, yeah. Other, yeah. the other reason is that even if specifically, like even if on a broad level, advance in-person scouting were allowed under NCAA regulations. There is assuredly no version of that regulation that would allow for sneaking onto the Central Michigan sideline disguised as an assistant (laughs) coach. If you do that, you know you're cheating.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I just...
1: I cannot get over this, and that's why they have to win the title.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, unfortunately, we have we have lived through like eightish <laughs> years recently of of like, hey, you're cheating. What you're doing is wrong. That is against the rules. That is against the rules. And be like, no, it's not. No, not at all. What you see is not what you get. So I am a bit tired of that. But but what I would say with with this is, I hear you wanting them to win out. Um. Michigan feeling aggrieved all the time. It's like people really aren't against you. People really dislike Ohio State. I dislike Ohio State way more than I've ever disliked Michigan for reasons that Kevin has outlined. Um, you know, maybe part of it is is like Michigan doesn't – maybe they don't have as many cool players in my head. Like you get to Mario Manningham really quickly when I think of my <laughs> lifetime with Michigan folks, and that's sad. Um, they're way more like cool or like very infuriating Ohio State players. Oh, yeah, so yeah, like yeah, no the, doubt. This agreement that they have is is kind of fascinating. So, I would actually like it to go deeper, and I want it for the NCA NCA to say they go, they win the Big Ten title, they beat Ohio State, but then the NCAA say, "No, you're not allowed," because we've decided this is this is we're deciding here. Finally, we have yes. a line of like your credibility is so bad, so they just don't allow it, and then they're head for Texas and Bama
1: in the playoffs. All right, that <laughs> yeah. would be pretty great,
0: and. And what then happens, and we kind of talked about the embarrassment for Ohio State. Michigan has this, another type of embarrassment. I think they're probably fed up with with Jim Harbaugh. I hope that both teams fire their coach in the offseason. Yeah, it's, like yeah. it's, okay, it's like a jumbo game. They
2: both, they both get fired. Yeah,
0: they both get fired.
1: The, the problem—so I, I need to I need to quibble with your word choice again because Ohio State fans don't get embarrassed. They get aggrieved. Michigan yeah. fans don't get aggrieved because being aggrieved is tawdry. Michigan <laughs> fans get indignant. <laughs>
0: indignant, and then and then they're all lawyers, but somehow like end up citing in their in their in their brief. Uh, MGo a, blog, a sports blog, yeah.
1: <laughs> without yeah, without giving cre- proper credit to it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the 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 tough the tough thing is, and I I don't know. I don't know if you've ever, if either of you has ever thought about this. Have either of you come to grips with the fact that Virginia basketball fans are the Michigan football fans of basketball fans? I think I've
2: always kind of known that deep yeah. down, but like not.
1: Yeah. <laughs> don't we? Don't have we? Cool do guys. it differently.
2: We do it yeah. right. It's it's defense. We we have
1: taken. I I hate to say this. We have we have taken the mantle of some of the most obnoxious things from like nineties and early aughts Duke, like the, yeah. the sort of slap the floor essence. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We are, we are the inheritors of that.
2: Yeah. yeah so I, 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 good about I it. you know, I, I, I frequent Reddit and on the college basketball Reddit, there was the, the post game thread of when we, we beat um, Texas Southern, or whatever, and someone's like, still think that JMU should be ranked and we shouldn't, like, dude, this is their week. Like, this is the JMU week. If we're going to be ranked, we're going to be ranked at the end of the season. It doesn't matter. Yeah, we beat Texas Southern by 30. Cool.
1: Yeah, 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 but I think I've always
2: known that, and I think that that's why I feel an affinity with the Michigan football team and want them to win it all. And I don't know. I don't know why, but it's just there.
1: <sighs> mm. Mm. I don't feel good about having come to this conclusion.
0: Burn it all down. Just burn it all down.
1: Yeah, it's not a bad That's idea. I bad, think we can except for, we can start I mean, with the NCAA offices down. in Indianapolis. Yeah.
0: I, I do want to point out that the the only team that unanimously were like, yeah, good things should probably happen to them is Florida State. And I led with the fact that, like, I... I don't really think I was just, with like, you on that one. I was just
2: happy they have the cool receivers.
0: Yeah, yeah. That's, that's the most positive, which I think says, says a lot about how obnoxious the others are. And I'm fine uh, with well, them because he... I'm
1: not actually an ACC football fan. Yeah, nor should anyone. Nor should anyone. <laughs> yeah, that's true. They're, just, they're a team that is not Clemson. And so yeah. <clears throat> it's, they're not Clemson and they're not Miami. So in that... They just, for me, they sort of win by default.
0: Yep. <clears throat> <clears throat> all right, that was that was a lot, but I think that was that was great, and everybody <laughs> should time. listen to yeah. No, that was that was phenomenal. That was phenomenal.
1: There's your the college, college football the,
2: preview. The, yeah, your college football
1: preview. Well, and and scrap scrap all of this when somehow all of those teams lose twenty four hours from now, from when we recording. Yes. But at least um, it'll
0: be our fault, and you're welcome.
1: Yeah. Uh, the only thing that I think could make this even better for me would be to hear, for the first time in a few weeks, uh, because of our recording schedule, uh, a fresh new Pierce. Sorry.
0: So I'm sending you all something on uh, <clears throat> WhatsApp, and do not look at it until I tell you to. So it's going to come through. <laughs> But don't look at it yet. So a while ago, Sean, I believe I texted you about an issue with my speakers um, on my stereo system. Mm -hmm. Um, I have a relatively new receiver. I have speakers that are about 10 years old now. I was having issues with the right speaker being way louder. I rewired it, everything else. I moved stuff around. I inspected all the channels. I plugged in things in different places. I was just abroad for a while, went all the way to Japan and and bothered one of the people I was staying with about who's who's kind of a, a sound nerd and audiophile. Hey, I'm having this issue. Why is this one speaker so much louder? He walked through all these things with me. I said, I, I tried all that. He said, Well, go home and actually switch the speakers and and like move them from place to place. Don't like I had plugged in, like basically crossed um across, but he said, move the speakers. It could be the architecture of the room or something like that. I did that today and swapped them and i still had an issue and my thought was oh no the receivers messed up this thing i just bought and was kind of expensive in the last couple years that this is terrible this is terrible so i'm looking at the remote um and i start looking around um and i want you all to look at what i sent you on whatsapp can i guess
1: can i guess what it is before i open it
0: um i don't have to. Yeah, no. Look at look at what I sent you, and it will probably affirm uh, what you're thinking. <laughs> so some at some point, I don't know when there is there is a little little knob that basically turns to the right, to the left, or stays in the middle. It yes, is the so balance. so how,
1: how yeah, how many things did you do before you even looked at the front facing balance knob?
0: 18 because that's that's the thing that's the thing I mean, that you're like the
2: speaker is physically on the other side of the room so that's just
0: yeah, the, the one thing where it's like so where it's like no someone can actually change that on purpose why would anybody do that that was the last thing i looked at so yeah the balance was turned to the right and the right was louder so i, everything say, I have worked done this that design.
2: I've done that in a car on purpose because the person in the passenger seat wanted to sleep and I didn't. Uh, yeah. But I can't think of many other reasons I would want to do that.
1: I, I think it was, I think it was just a total accident. Um, if you have a situation where you can't really, you can't place your speakers in the sort of exactly yeah. optimal position for the room. Like, you know, if you're, <clears throat> excuse me, if they're kind of facing across, you know, a couch or you're sort of sitting in an opposite direction from where the speaker's face, like, you may want to tweak that. Um, I yeah. <laughs> just love that so, he did so many different things before that. You had to go so to a whole other... the apology. You had to go to, to a whole other continent well, himself.
0: It deserved. Well, it's, it's it's to me, it's for going to someone else and bothering them about it. You know, I, I Sean, walk me all continent. these things. Yeah, I, I did all of this, and it's like... It was just me so i bothered all these people and inconvenienced my household by like it being a noticeable thing and i'm going into to the christmas season i'm like well how am i going to play the the vinsky um christmas trio the carly (coughs) brown christmas trio it's going to sound like crap that's going to ruin the whole season so and all the the engineers who
2: you thought made a shitty product
0: (laughs) um yeah i don't know i mean the good news is, is i was like i might have to get new speakers and i was open to that and my joy at things being fixed kind of reinvigorates like this is good but yeah. like, if i'm so happy about this is this the time to uh <laughs> get myself a gift
1: to uh reference hey um does it but would that even qualify as a gift under the rules that no that you that's constructed for yourselves yeah that's
0: cl- it's clearly an upgrade clearly an upgrade. And a need as well. Yeah. I mean it's just it's part of it's literally part of the furniture. You gotta <laughs> continue to have that. Um
1: all right. Well, thank you for that. Um so uh we don't have a trivia question because Max is not with us. Um big idea to close the show. Um uh so our last episode was about um <coughs> excuse me about uh review culture and I was editing it and posting it today uh and like right after we had recorded it um I happened through kotki.org on this blog post <laughs> on uh, a site called Artnet um kind of like an essay uh about this very sort of thing, um, it was about um, uh, an art critic's experience with uh, writing a, a review of this artist named Devin Rodriguez, who is very famous. He's very like, he's a TikTok artist. He's like, he's the guy that uh, like paints pictures of people on the subway. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and so this is this reviewer's experience of writing a review in which he said some like uh, pretty measured things about like, you know, I, I think Rodriguez was like having an actual art show and, and the reviewer said something about like this being a chance to like introduce himself to the art, like the art world that largely doesn't know who he is. And uh, this guy went on a fairly unhinged rant of posting about him on Instagram stories and then, like, sicked a bunch of fans on him. Um, and it's it reminds me of uh, some some incidents in music in recent years, like... Lizzo uh, Pitchfork gave Lizzo a 6.5 for her album and said uh, like it's yeah. fine <clears throat> like it's not it's not great but it's fine and she like took to took to Twitter to say that like you should not be you shouldn't be allowed to review music if you're if you weren't a musician which is very silly um, it's a very silly and thin-skinned thing to do um, and probably should have been uh, a warning sign that Lizzo is maybe not uh, quite the uh, unvarnishedly positive icon that people thought she was Um, chance. The rapper like got a, uh, a not like a a not glowing review pulled from MTV news. Um, So I just, I, I I've had that sitting in an iPhone note for a while uh, and just thought it was, you know, fascinating to kind of hear, you know, actually like a follow up from someone who has written one of these reviews and then been met with the the wrath of the Stan Army.
0: Yeah, it's <coughs> it, it it like is increasingly. Prevalent, and it's it it does go back to the the whole gatekeepers idea, and and you have these these army of of gatekeepers that agree with you, and they will stop at nothing to use the power of the internet to just be unnecessarily mean. Like people, well, people
1: and, are doing their jobs, and it's a super weird thing too. You, you you call those people the gatekeepers, but the thing is that like those people will then go accuse the critics of gatekeeping. Mm-hmm. And there yeah. there's like the more sort of the standard definition of the term where like uh, someone from the elite level is actually trying to keep, you know, keep someone else out. Yeah. But like, yeah. I, well, it's,
0: it's almost like you can't, am, you can't am be part of our, by our conversation. conversation. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's almost like you can't be, we are, we are the fans of this person you as a non-fan, you don't understand our world. Don't even, you know, we're keeping you out. Like, unless your opinion matches ours. Just yeah. Stay away. Which is weird because they yeah. are the establishment. And so saying like, you, well, that's where we are now. The establishment, stay away from us. We're we're right. You're wrong. Um, yeah. don't, don't show me your numbers. They don't matter in our
1: world. So, so yeah, so that, that is the, the actual big idea from pop culture. And then, um, just, you know, I hadn't, I hadn't shared this before now, but, um, my grandfather, Joe Norton died a couple of weeks ago. And, um, uh, I, I actually wound up writing his obituary and it just like, it was, um, you know, I know it was a nice thing to do because uh, my mom had said that she was trying to write it and had been kind of struggling. She's had a lot of, stuff on her plate the last mm-hmm. few weeks um, and so like it, it was great to be able to like be useful and and have something that like, my particular set of skills and training could contribute but also it was just like a really nice occasion to kind of you know to, to try to sum up someone's pretty incredible life on paper and so um you know i think i think i did an okay job i I certainly hope i did um but yeah i just i I don't know i wanted to i wanted to say something about that um because it's been on my mind all week um thank you for (laughs) for indulging me on that that's um, a, it's a, it's like a, a
0: very cool thing. And, and, you know, for, for people that matter a lot to you to be like, Hey, this person who mattered to all of us, we want you to memorialize that. Like that's what, what bigger compliment can you get there? I think that's really cool.
2: Yeah. I think, I think Tony Kornheiser, he, he was a big obituary guy. He thinks that's the, like the pinnacle of writing. You know, it's, it is a very, uh it is
1: a genuinely delicate tightrope to have to walk. It is, it is hard. Um, it is hard to do it well. So, um, all right, uh, I will, I will be raising many glasses to Colonel Norton over the next week while I'm in New Orleans for Thanksgiving. Uh, but uh, yeah, that's the end of the show. You can find us at our home on the web, Uh, You can subscribe to the show on your podcast app of choice. That might be the best thing while we are still in the midst of a pretty weird and kind of irregular recording schedule that is likely to continue through the end of the year. Um, we, by the by, we appreciate you all putting up with us for that uh, recently and for hanging in for like like six more weeks and then i think we'll be back to normal um but yeah uh we'll be back next time to talk about something else until then i'm sean i'm
0: pierce i'm kevin thanks for listening Kissing a cook is a real good look. No long clocks, colorful socks. shepherd for the gullible flocks. Robots, they can program anybody into fearing cops. They can program everybody into wearing Crocs. They can program everybody into getting jobs.
1: Following laws, neutering dogs. convincing that there ain't no God. Obviously, they ain't never gonna go hard. Me, I got a whole song. Getting this severely nearly 20 years
0: strong. Still getting warm. Everybody that's concerned with being Envoke, hold on. Me, I like dawn. I could go
1: off from on. Off again, rockin' man.